Welcome back uh, to another inspiring episode of On The Rise, where we delve into the world of small business owners. I'm your host, Oscar Silva, and today we have a truly remarkable guest. But before we meet our guests, let's take a moment to reflect on the power of visual storytelling. Visuals have been the means of communication for centuries, from ancient cave paintings to modern, uh, to modern cinema. In our digital age, visual storytelling takes center stage, driving our understanding and shaping our perspective. Now let's introduce our guest for today, Ari Stewart, the creative mind behind Purpose Driven Visuals, a production company that specializes in film, photography, and the art of visual storytelling. Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, appreciate you having me, Oscar. I'm I'm excited to uh, to delve into all this wonderful information we had to share with everybody. So appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. It's a pleasure having you here, and uh, you know, I'm grateful for you to uh, come on. Um, so to to kick things off, how did your journey begin? Like, what inspired you? When did this commence? Like, at a young age, or you know, just recently? You know, how did this all go about? Um, you know, funny enough, I was actually this is about like. I want to say 2015 2016 i was uh actually doing real estate and marketing and um uh it just uh, something happened and we needed a a videographer and just everything kind of just fell through with him and so i was like well you know i i could i could do it you know i think and so we went out we purchased like the closest thing to a good camera which was an iphone 7 plus and a little light cheap light kit and uh like a little gimbal or whatever and just shot that but being able to 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 storyboard what we needed uh and and film go through the whole process direct the client that we needed to shoot for it was it felt fun to me you know and then that taking that to editing and everything so you know fast forward that i ended up uh losing that iphone and one of my uh one of my good friends uh who's a copywriter I was like, you know, look, I believe in you. Um, I'm going to help you get your first camera. So um, uh, she brought me my first camera. Um, And then, you know, from there, it was just like I was just off to the races, you know, from shooting my uh, first music video at the Hollywood sign with one of my uh, my friends. uh, uh, His name is Notorious Note. Uh, I shot my first video just on the fly, just with that camera, but it felt good to just be like, oh, I know what I'm doing a little bit from the little YouTube videos I was watching and everything like that, Uh, you know, just to put all that information into play um, and just, you know, just getting the little opportunities from there. But I mean, shoot, it all started off with iPhone 7 Plus, bro. An iPhone 7 Plus. iPhone 7, man, that does amazing work then at the time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It did the job, man. It definitely did the job. And then um, based off of that, when you were working with all that, how did your company come about? Like, what, what what inspired it? Like, was it that moment that inspired it or was it something else that you're like, oh, man, I really want to do this. I think mm-hmm. it's something that we were able to do and, and profit mm-hmm. off of or be successful in. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we got I actually got the name, uh, the, the Purpose Driven um, from the book uh, Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Um, it's, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. I believe in God. Um, so I was reading that at the time and it was very impactful in my life. Um, this is steps. It's a 40 day, you know, just journey. Um, and so I was reading that at the time and something about that purpose driven just kind of stuck with me. Um, and I felt like people could benefit from just, you know, the energy that I've always had a great energy about myself of being able to pull out and just see the best in people and pull that out of them. Um, so, I've kind of felt like at that time that was my purpose and, you know, just that coupled with all oh, the fact that I'm now a visual creator, 
you know, it just made more sense. So I just I just wanted to take that term, purpose driven visuals, you know, change my entire name to purpose. Um, you know, so that's what my artist kind of artist name is, is purpose. Um, and and it that just simply meant to whenever whoever I'm working with, we're going to I'm going to bring the best out of you. I'm going to I'm going to push you. Um, but we're going to create the best work together. We're going to do, we're doing this together, but I'm going to help you get to there. I'm going to help you see something in yourself that you didn't see before you met me, you know, or at least even if we don't ever work together again, you're going to have an understanding of what it's like to work professionally in this space. You know what I mean? I've worked with a lot of people, you know, shooting their first music videos, their first photo shoots, their first whatever. And they're all the same. They're all nervous. They're all this. But after they leave, you know what I mean? They're like, wow, like that was fun. That was exciting. That was like, I didn't think I can do that. You know, that's like one of the biggest things. Like, I didn't think I can do that. Like, what, you know, why not? But that was just kind of the kind of the catalyst for the company was just to like show somebody what they could look, what they could look like, what it's possible. What's, you know, if you just let go of all your fears or you know, whatever you think about yourself, you know, I'm telling you, it might feel weird to you because you've never done it, but just listen to what I'm saying. Like, I got you, you know, I'm not going to make you look bad, you know, so. Yeah. And then in respect to that or in regards to that, um, is that something that you went through as well? You know, barely starting on how to shoot a camera or how to record. Did you ever feel that as well? And, you know, how did you, how did you manage that? Um, I think, with uh you know it's one of those things where you like give the advice and you're still like working on that mm -hmm. yourself you just know you need you need to get the job done but no i think like uh it, it's a never-ending journey with with what we do you know with being a being a, a creative it's a you know you always have self-doubt you always doubt but i don't even think i think it's it starts off as self-doubt but then later on what it molds into is you just want to make sure you're giving the best work you know you want to make sure that you're um, you know, it's just right. You know, you, you're, you, you, you cultivate a kind of a perfectionist mentality. The more you get into it, the more you've been doing something, the more you've done it a certain way, you just want it to be right. But we mistake that for just not knowing that we're actually dope. And so, yeah, I've definitely hit, like starting off. It was always, I was always sending my videos out to somebody sending my photos yo what do you think this look like you know like my big my big homies and everything like i would send them and be like hey man is this good and then i'd be like waiting for the reply of like waiting for them to be like yo this is trash you know <laughs> you know but you know they just it, it, it never got to that it would just be like hey i think you should work on this here you know change the color here you know i think you should speed this part up and it's nothing ever bad it's just good criticism um and then that limits the doubt where you're like dang okay actually i was i was in i was in the right motions you know i was in the right area and then when you post it like and you get the comments it's just a bunch of fire emojis and everything like that and you're like oh okay yeah, that was good that was definitely good so yeah that's good because i'm majority of the people when they get criticism they always think it's bad and mm -hmm. then they never see the upside to it which is mm -hmm. like criticism is never bad it's always mm -hmm. something good and then, mm -hmm. and then you got to elaborate on that which you know in the future it'll help you out so mm -hmm. you know it looks like that that has really helped you out a lot mm -hmm. and then um so what what kind of artists do you work with like locally do you work like a anywhere from like outside california or mm -hmm. you know what, what what's your um i've definitely worked with i've worked with a little bit of everybody man i've worked from you know celebrities which is kind of like now the 
the higher end, you know, as you, you know, I started off working with just like kind of just local, local artists, local, local small businesses, you know, that was just who it was. And then as time grew, as you're, you get better, you know, you get more opportunities and some of those clients that you have, they have a broader network than you have and they, you know, they put your name out there. And so that's definitely, um, that's definitely what, what happened, um, with mine. So, um, but to start off, like when I went, like when I was starting off, it was definitely, I was working with just small time artists. I didn't even want to touch nobody big cause I wasn't ready. You know, I wasn't prepared and you need to, I think you need to build up to that. You know, you need to take your time, get the, get your reps in. It's kind of just like being in the gym, you know, you go and get your shots up, you know, uh, shoot your little, like I bro, my first music videos for like the first like seven months were like $350, bro. Like three, like I, like I didn't know any better. I didn't value myself. Cause I didn't think I was that good. I didn't think, you know, I was just learning. I didn't think I was good, bro. You know? So, you know, I was charging 300, not knowing like what I could actually be charging. Um, but you know, you get better. And then now when you got like, you got like 15 music videos or, you know, films or whatever under your belt. Now I can be like, you know, now it's, now it's, now it's 800. And I thought I was asking a lot for that, you know? And, and just, as you get bigger, the clients get better they they pay more they do this and then that just increases your confidence of just knowing like okay like I'm, I'm i know what i'm doing now you know what i mean especially after after like the 30th or 40th shoot like you're like <laughs> i got this down you know so. and, and how long did it like uh it take you to realize like oh you're ready to maybe aim for the higher higher people um like was it just like project after project or you know you set a time up like a year two years maybe from two years i'll be ready it was like my second my second year um was when you know you just get frustrated right you're doing all this work like the work doesn't change like at all you know it's the same amount of work but people's demands and people's list of things get get more and like you just realize that like yo i can't i'm not like <laughs> you want me to shoot for eight hours for $300, bro. Like it's not going to happen. You know, I get, it's unrealistic, you know? So then I just, I like second year, I just realized, you know, it was time to up, you know, cause I was taking on more workload. I was having to um, hire out, you know, editors and crews because I was, I was really on a, especially like that COVID era, mm-hmm. you know, that's when I was really, that's actually when I like, started actually getting busy like everybody slowed down i got i got busy wow like <laughs> i was bro i was shoot i was i was shooting like every day or every other day like two three shoots a day sometimes i'd be like i'd be so tired but we're shooting at 3 a.m um you know just just getting it done and so like i had so many projects that i'd have to hire out an editor to just help me with the workload, you know? So you just, at that point, you're just like, okay, I I, I have to charge more. I have to, even if I'm stacking up three, four shoots or 10 shoots a week, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to charge more, you know, cause I'm killing myself at this point. You most know? definitely, most definitely. And like during COVID, I mean, it was a hard time, you know, there was like a, uh, everybody was in lockdown. Nobody could come out. How did you go about that? Like, was it like sneaky? You know, you know, I got to find a spot <laughs> make sure nobody sees us or like, did you get permits or, you know, how did that go about? <laughs> What's the story behind that? Uh, it was, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely on just uh, low key, low key vibe. Some studios were still open or they just, you know, they, you know, we just had to obviously follow, uh, follow, uh, air quotes, uh, uh, 
COVID policies and, you know, rules, but, you know, some people were open, but other than that, I just also went and just flew to places that weren't as strict on the law. So, um, that was one time I went, I went to New York, you know, and they weren't really that, you know, strict on everything out there. So I went out there for like a week with one of my boys and we just knocked out, I think we knocked out like, we knocked out like five music videos in New York, you know, just just running them out we you know even like to the point where i think we shot a music video like we went to the studio made the song in the studio and then went outside and shot the music video and then right after the music video was over we had to like literally have like an hour to get to the flight to come back home you know so it was just like we were on that type of just grind mode grind time everything so um we just we just did it we just did it there was no excuses you know i think i thought it was a perfect time um, I thought it was just a perfect time to just go hard. You know, everybody was kind of self-isolating themselves yeah. when, you know, my industry, people don't stop, mm -hmm. you know, and people are always going to be making music. People are always going to be wanting to do something. People are always going to be wanting to shoot something, you know, and if you have the right people, it doesn't take much, you know, it doesn't take a big crew for you to get your creative ideas out there. It doesn't take much, you know, those are kind of, extras for me to have like a for me to sit here and say i need a a, a a 20 person crew to make a short film when like bro i can gaff myself if i know how to direct and shoot and dp and all i need is the actors or whatever as long as the actors are willing to go and i can light and gaff and do everything myself or if i have one other person that can is willing to do that that's all you need sometimes and you can't get in your own way of of just you know enacting your creative process because you know if you have something you should run with it you shouldn't wait till the moment or the the time is perfect because there's never going to be a perfect moment and i think the more perfect that you try to make it the harder that it is for you to be happy with your work in the end because nothing's ever going to satisfy you or nothing's ever going to be right enough or that shot's never going to be good enough and you're just going to be wasting time trying to be a perfect person you know mm. like it's just it's just tough like don't get in your own way type of type of thing you know yeah so then um since it looks like you've traveled a lot done a lot of work with a lot of people a lot of individuals um building a client base and forming a lasting connection it's it can be quite count, uh, mm -hmm. challenging um mm -hmm. what strategies have you found most effective in nurturing these relationships and delivering quality work um absolutely one uh the number one thing one is it starts with yourself so make sure your personality is um just make sure you're a good person um so you, that when you reach out to people or you're networking they feel that the genuineness in you you know what i mean because um uh what i've seen in this industry and at least you know just in this is uh, people a lot of, a lot of times operate out of a place of of need mm -hmm. you know um you know like like you know you're this is your this is your thing and you're trying to make it work and you're you're trying to make like we get it we're trying you're trying to make money all of that but when you operate from a place of need it comes off as desperate you know and people will can can see that so just fun one work on you make sure your personality is just you're operating out of a genuine place two a lot of my best connections actually comes from me uh, going on Instagram, actually. Um, I <laughs> in my early days, I, I, bro, I would send out probably like four, 400 DMs a, 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 a day. 
It's a lot. Three, three to four hundred, bro. Like I would have like Instagram would stop me from messaging for like an hour, and oh, then no. I, once I'm back in, once I'm back, I'm like, okay, let me go back and DM da da da, and then boom. Because at the end of the day, what um what I think that my this industry doesn't understand is like yes, we are all creatives, but going into the other side, you're also business owners. So now this goes from being a, a creative. Uh, a creative storyteller to now you need to be a salesperson and um, anybody that knows sales, which is actually my background. I came from being in sales and then learned the creative and most people go backwards. They're the creatives and they got to learn sales. So I already had the mentality of like, okay, I need a pipeline. I need a, I need a pipeline. I need to have motion throughout my, my network. So Instagram was like the first tool. It's like the most you have access to billions of people. All you got to do is just search. So I just would search L.A. artist. I would search, um, you know, for music videos for primarily I would search. um, I would search like hip hop or uh, recording studios. I would go to recording studios and I would go to their recent posts or their followers and um, just filter through those and see who was like, what are the criteria? One, do you look like you shoot music videos? Like, if I go to your page, do you got like music video posts or you just got like one photo on your stuff? You know, okay, you're not serious. Boom. You know, and then I would just send a, a genuine message, not being like, hey, I would just be like, yo, like, let's work. Like, I like your, I would actually like look at their stuff and be like, hey, I like this t- song in particular. You know, I would love to work with you. You know, boom. And I would just send that out all day that would be my job and then you know you start to notice you get you get you get responses you get people being like hey yeah i'll be down hey yeah i'm not ready right now but check back with me but and then you know or they'll check back with you when they're ready or hey they'll be like i like your work too you know and then from there like you know you just finish it out you carry it out if somebody says interested you just you work with them and it's actually some of my best friendships right now actually were fostered off of off of um off of instagram me just shooting a shot and working we worked we ended up working together and now like now we're homies we check check on them every day they make sure i'm good i make sure they good all the time so you know some of my best relationships came from that and then lastly uh because i know we're on time um uh get out sometimes you need to get out the house you gotta go to uh, networking events you gotta go to some of these things and and you know rub shoulders shake hands meet people in person and um you know just always be saying what you do always be you know letting people know what your job title is you know don't be scared to do that you know because you never know who needs you in that moment you know i've had times i'm like oh yeah i'm a video artist. what actually really oh i need somebody to shoot next week are you available like my guy just canceled yeah i'm available you know so that you never know when that happens so and in in regards to that, you know, meeting a bunch of people and then not knowing who you, who you are, um, has there been has there been any notable projects or collaborations that you have had a significant impact on the journey? Um, just like people I have somebody I work that's kind of impacted like my my personal journey or the, your company purpose driven solutions. I mean, um, visuals, the, um right? you know, one of the the biggest companies um that uh really helped me um propel and just get a lot of the 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 major people I've worked with um it's a company called Rat Plug out of uh, Atlanta. Um and I got I got plugged in them through, you know, family and other stuff. Um but they they're uh, they're uh, like a a, a hip hop tech company, you know. Uh and 
being with them, they hired me out to shoot a couple things and um, we just grew together. You know, they, they trust entrusted in me that like the work that I had um, and they entrusted me with some of their their heavy hitters. Um, and one of them so happened to be Rick Ross. Um, so I was always whenever they had something, we would go on tour, we would go on things. I was always there. I was like on with, I was with Rick Ross on tour. I was in there on stage, with, you know, all these things. But that was like a, a huge moment for me because that was like a culmination of like, dang, I really worked hard and I, I got the trust to be here and carry this project here. Um, with somebody that like, come on now, we all grew up listening to, we all grew up like, you know, grew up with, and this is like a, you know, a dream. I never, I always would always say like, wow, I can never see myself doing this, you know? So that right there kind of just changed like how I thought in my like everything. Cause it's like, bro, if you just keep going, like bro, anything's possible. Like literally you're like, you're, you're on stage new year's day with Rick Ross. Like when, like, your 10 year old you're like 13 year old self would be like what like what like yeah. bro you're the coolest person ever so yeah man and then uh so for those looking to venture into the world of visual storytelling what advice or insight would you offer to help them to find their own purpose-driven path oh yeah man uh one uh just bro, believe in yourself you know believe in if it, whatever you want to do in this life like it can be done like if you if you can think it if it came to your brain you could literally just do it, but believe in yourself and um, don't be afraid to just start. Like I said earlier, there's a don't get in your own way. Like just start, even if it, it could look terrible, it could be the worst thing you've ever made. It could be so cringy your first couple times, and you just every time you look at it, you're like, oh my god. But you learn from that, and you continue to grow. And every every time you do it, it gets better, and it gets better, it gets easier. You 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 self critique yourself every time so just believe in yourself don't be afraid to start and get out your own way those are like my my kind of biggest things um and my biggest takeaways from just life and and being in this journey you know um and they've they've helped me they've helped me in everything that i did so and um are you currently working on any projects or how can somebody you know try to see what you're working on in the future come nah, see for you? sure um i'm actually <laughs> life is doing great so i'm actually uh, getting ready to be uh, an, a creative director for uh, a new company um and so that's going to be a lot more majority of my time but if you guys want to see what we're working on you know be sure to go to ig follow me at shop by purpose i will be posting everything there all the links youtube links all the good stuff will be posted in there because if you go to that link in bio there's always fire there so you know be sure to check it check it out and uh i follow back too so you know I'll, you know i'm not too on my high horse you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then um so you've been through quite a journey um through your work through your life with um from from shooting from the iphone all the way to shooting with like i'm, I'm assuming like really advanced cameras mm -hmm. um can you share a memorable or proud moment where you're like oh like this is this is it it's happening like i i'm able to expand a little bit more on this and then after that what else would you be end up doing like what's your main goal towards, towards um, what you're currently doing um just a good moment for that uh uh would be um actually it's actually like a the moment i like quick real quick i know we got two minutes real quick the moment i actually decided to do this full time and i haven't looked back since i was at revolt summit 
um, with my boy. It was a three day event. I was working as a, a concierge at a condo and I got the opportunity. I was shooting for that weekend and I got the opportunity to see Chadwick Bozeman speak. And he literally said, um, he said something so simple. Yo, don't be afraid to struggle in what you're doing. If you believe in what you're doing, you sleep on a friend's couch, sleep in your car, sleep, but don't let your dream die. I literally looked over to my boy, looked over at him that hired. He hired me. I looked at him. I said, "Yo, I'm quitting my job tomorrow. And he looked at me like I was crazy. He said, "Yo, you sure? Like, this is this is only three days. Like, you sure? I looked at him. I was like, nah, I'm I'm doing it. I sent an email. I got the response the next day. Um, it told me that, you know, I, you, all right. 30 seconds later, my phone started blowing up from all the people that I met at Revolt Summit. And I just started setting up gigs after that. After that, I ain't never looked back. I've been doing this for shoot, the last like six years, five, six years. And it's been such a wonderful time and just to see myself grow, develop and and all the dope connections and everything I met. So that's really that's really uh, the life right there. So. All right. So uh, unfortunately, we're out of time for today's episode. Uh, we've been speaking with Eric Stewart, um, the creative, the creative force behind uh, Purpose Driven Visuals. Um, thank you for coming on. It thank was you a for pleasure. having me, Oscar. I appreciate you so much. No problem. And uh, thank you for tuning in to KPCRadio.com. I'm your host, Oscar Silva, signing off.